This is Light Up, episode number one. Welcome to Light Up, a positive conversation for purpose-driven people ready to light up their lives. I'm your host, Pittsburgh filmmaker, photographer, content creator, and entrepreneur, Shannon Chavez. guys, Shannon here. Thank you so much for joining me. I am just so, so excited and I'm just so thrilled that you have all decided to tune in and I can't thank you enough for your love and support as I figure this thing out. Through this show, I hope to educate and inspire you by sharing my story and stories of the people who have been influential in my life. I'm just so excited to have this place to hang out with you each week, and I can't wait to get to sit down and pick the brains of some incredible people who are willing to share their experiences and the lessons that they've learned along their journey so far. But before we dive into those conversations with the long list of guests that I plan to have on the show, I wanted to take some time to share with you why I'm so passionate about encouraging myself and others to dream big and to pursue the things that make us happy. I believe that we have the power to design the lives that we want for ourselves. We just have to intend it. I believe that the only things holding us back from achieving our wildest dreams are the mental blocks that we create for ourselves. We spend so much time working to provide for ourselves and for our families. But what exactly is it that we're working so hard for? When we really start to think about that, when we start to figure out what's driving us, what's at the heart of the things that we're working towards, when we figure that out, we can begin to live each moment with more purpose and more intention. When we pursue the things that we love, and when we start believing that we have the freedom to do absolutely anything we choose, we'll begin to see opportunities pop up in our lives that we may have missed when we were distracted by the hard work and the negativity and the stress that's been fogging up our vision. We all have a purpose, and when we can find that purpose and pursue it, we're on track to becoming our highest selves. And by doing so, we can create affluent and fulfilling lives for ourselves and for those around us. When we pursue our passions, when we make time for the things that leave us feeling fulfilled, when we use our God-given gifts and talents to give back, when we begin to remove the negativity from our lives, we can start to make room for blessings and new opportunities. When we lead with our hearts and when we trust that our gut instincts are guiding us to make the right decisions, we'll be ready to act on opportunities as they present themselves. However, our purpose might change as we grow and as we continue to learn and develop. And that's why it's so important to develop a routine that allows us to consistently and continuously check in with ourselves. 
We have to create daily habits that aid us in tapping into our creative, intuitive nature, that make our lives easier so that we'll be ready to jump when the right opportunities are calling us. Through pursuing my passions and following my heart, I've discovered my purpose. And really, at the heart of everything I do, I've found that my true purpose in life lies in making other people happy. And knowing that, and discovering that, figuring that out has given me so much clarity and direction in my life. And knowing what I want out of life and pursuing the things that I'm feeling so called to do has just given me something to work towards. It makes getting up each day so much more exciting and it makes each accomplishment that much more rewarding. Living more intentionally and intuitively has helped me to find my purpose and I wanna share some of the techniques that I'm using to make the most of the space in my life in hopes that maybe some of the things that are working for me might work for you too. So, here is the list of things that I am doing on a daily basis, or I am at least trying really hard to remind myself to do regularly to begin living my best life. Number one, practice gratitude. I am doing my best to recognize the good in my life every day and to give thanks for it. When we express gratitude for the blessings in our life and when we're grateful for the people and the things that are serving us, we can shift our attention away from the negativity that's bringing us down. Finding things to be thankful for, even just the smallest things like a hot cup of coffee or a beautiful day, helps me to feel more present and at ease in any given moment. So if you're feeling anxious about something or if you're feeling angry or sad, I just recommend thinking about something that you're thankful for. Stop and really take the time to focus on it and to feel good about it. If you do that, and especially if you begin to make a habit out of it, I bet that you'll start to feel better. Number two, take care of yourself. When we're feeling run down, we have to make time to rest and recover. We have to give ourselves a break so that we can move forward feeling energized, refreshed, and revitalized. If you're listening to this in real time, you can probably guess that my idea for this show came about my time at home during the COVID-19 pandemic. When the world shut down in March, I was just revving up for another busy wedding season on top of finishing up work that I had left over from the previous busy season, on top of planning a wedding of my own. So my fiance Alex and I were set to get married this July and I was definitely starting to feel overwhelmed with work and with planning. So when we had to postpone our wedding and all of the weddings and the projects that I had coming up in the spring were canceled or rescheduled, I actually found myself feeling a sense of relief. And I know that probably sounds crazy, but you see, over the winter, I was feeling pretty burnout and just unmotivated after a jam-packed year in 2019. I didn't wanna say no to anything, 
When someone would reach out to me about a wedding or a photo shoot, I would say yes as long as I were free on that day. I wanted so badly to be there for them. Um, but I really wasn't considering if I had the time to serve these clients to the best of my ability while taking care of myself and giving myself those necessary breaks and boundaries. I had worked myself into a rut. I was beat and I began wasting a ton of time binge watching Survivor and The Bachelor and Queer Eye and The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, you name it. But in doing so, I was falling behind on the work that I needed to be doing for my clients and the work that I needed to be putting into my business and the work that I needed to be doing to plan our wedding. I was even falling behind on spending time with friends and family that I hadn't seen enough during my busy season. So had coronavirus never came about and each of the meetings and the weddings and the shoots and the events that I had booked myself up with, if they had gone to plan, I am so certain that I'd be feeling stressed out right now in the final weeks leading up to our wedding. And no one wants to feel like that. This extra time has been such a blessing in my life. It's allowed me to realize that I wasn't managing my time wisely. I wasn't being the best version of myself and I wasn't serving my clients to the best of my ability. And by watching TV and procrastinating on my work, I wasn't taking care of myself. I wasn't truly getting the rest and the rejuvenation that I needed. I was only adding stress to my life. Now that I've had this chance to slow down and to reflect, to begin reintroducing practices like yoga and meditation and journaling into my daily routine, I have finally been able to give my mind and my body the chance to rest and recover. I am feeling more energized and inspired than ever before, and I am so excited to begin living my life with more purpose and intention moving forward. Number three connect. I don't know about you, but I feed off of the energy of others. And I found that when I spend time with the people who make me happy, my role models and leaders who inspire me, I am just so much more likely to feel good and to feel energized and to have enlightened ideas. So I encourage you to surround yourself with people who make you the happiest the people who bring out the best in you. Reach out to people who light you up and who encourage you to be the best version of yourself and tell them how much they mean to you. Ask if there's something that you could do to help them. Offer yourself as a resource. When we connect with others and when we share our ideas, when we come together in pursuit of a greater good, we'll learn and grow from each other. We will want to better ourselves, and in doing so, we can begin to better our communities, and there's unlimited power and potential in that. This is why I am so excited for this show, and I am just so excited to have this chance to start reaching out to the people who have influenced me and who have just helped me so much in growing as a person, growing as a business owner, 
People have just been so willing to share what they know with me to help me get a little further ahead. And for that, I am so thankful. Um, and I don't know a lot. I am not an expert at all on anything. I don't plan to, to sound like I know what's best. Um, but there have just been so many great things that have come from meeting others and to talking with them and to asking them questions. And that is really my intention through this show. Um, I am just so excited to build a community and to have this place to show up for you guys and to share some of those really, really powerful and meaningful and inspiring stories um, from some of the people who have just made such a difference in my life. Anyway, on to the next tip, um, pursue your happiness. When we pursue the things that make us happy, the things that light us up with energy and excitement, we're on track with the natural rhythms of the universe. It's just so much easier to stay present when we're feeling fulfilled. It's easier to figure out what we want out of life when we can see clearly the things that make us feel good versus the things that make us feel bad. After all, that's the whole point, right? To be happy? In the things that make us happy and in the opportunities that are calling us, we will find our purpose. And when we have a purpose, we can begin designing the lives of our dreams. What makes you happy? Are you making time to check in and ask yourself that? And when you figure it out, are you making time for those things that are making you happy? If the answer is no, I encourage you to make a change. Set aside an hour this week to make time for something, anything at all that you love to do. And then afterwards, reflect on the way that that made you feel. Write down what you did and why it was so much fun. Okay, if you're struggling to think of something that you love to do, just try something new. And this brings me to the next tip. Get creative. You don't have to be an artist to pursue creative ideas or projects. Use your imagination and set aside time to create or appreciate art. If you enjoy drawing or painting or playing music, make time for it. Maybe your bedroom needs a makeover and you could design and create a new aesthetically pleasing space. Maybe you plan a garden or you take a dance class or a cooking class just for fun. Craft a new recipe and bake for friends. Go to a concert and dance and sing. Well, I don't know when we'll be able to do that again, but I can't wait until we can go to a show and we can be together. But when we can, feel the music and let go. And if you can't go to a concert, turn on the radio and dance in your kitchen and just do something that makes you feel good. Something else that Alex and I have done with our time at home has been redecorating our second floor. We had the most boring beige color lining the walls of our entire house. And when we bought it, um, we knew that flippers had already repainted and we figured, well, this is a fresh coat of paint. We'll just wait it out and we'll, we'll make this work for a while. But I got to a point where I just couldn't take it anymore, especially after being home all winter long and then knowing that we would be stuck here for a while until the world got back to a little more normalcy and we were able to start going out again. So I slapped a coat of green paint in my office and 
it changed my life. Now I can't wait to get to work every day. A little color has made me feel so much more creative. So we couldn't stop there and we painted the guest room and then our bedroom and then the bathroom and the hallway. And now we absolutely love being in our home. Don't get me wrong, this was more than an art project, but it was totally worth it. And you don't need to spend a ton of money to do a little home update. We kept all of our furniture besides a few used pieces that I found on Letgo and Facebook Marketplace. And most of the furniture that we already had was free from the streets of Southside. Um, all they needed was a little coat of paint and a little love, and we made it work. But a little goes a long way. And just living in a more aesthetically pleasing environment has totally shifted my mood and my energy for the good. Number six, get organized. When we're neat and organized, we're free from anxiety and distraction. Yes, having a clean desk and a tidy house is a great start. I've always felt pretty organized in that sense, but recently I've begun to realize that there are so many other ways that I can manage my time and clean up my day-to-day -day routine in order to be more efficient and spend less time working and more time living and enjoying my life. When there's a method to the madness, there's less to think about, allowing us to move through life effortlessly, freely, and naturally with less time wasted on tough decision-making. When I began looking at the way I was managing my time, and when I started to track how long things were actually taking me, I started to see where I could make some changes. Building workflows and incorporating daily practices into my routine and sticking to them and holding myself accountable for those things has helped me tremendously to make the most of my time and to make the most of the space in my life. When we clear out the things that aren't serving us, we can create an opening for a blessing or a new opportunity. Number seven. Get comfortable with silence. Our intuition is constantly speaking to us, but often we're too busy or distracted to notice. Challenge yourself to turn off the TV. Get out of the habit of playing music while you're out on a walk or when you're driving. Schedule time to be still and to let your mind wander. Be open to what comes to you. Rid your mind of the mental clutter and make way for your intuition. A really, really easy way to do this is to begin meditating, to spend five, 10, maybe 20 minutes a day if you, can, if you can do it and if you can make time for it, just to sit in silence. Um, I think we've learned or we have maybe these preconceived notions about meditation and we feel that we need to completely clear our minds. Um, but that's just simply not possible. As long as we're making time to sit and be still um, and we acknowledge our thoughts as they pass and we're able to let them go, we will just start to feel more relaxed. We'll start to have more clarity um, and we'll be more in tune with our intuition. So when I was in college, I studied broadcast journalism. And I knew that I wanted to be an on-air 
anchor or reporter or some kind of television host or a sports reporter. Um, I thought that I wanted to be on the camera. So I worked really hard for that and I had internships and I made it happen. I had a job lined up before my graduation in 2014 with a TV news station in Bridgeport, West Virginia. And I didn't necessarily want to work in news. Um, I definitely saw myself more in a field of sports or entertainment. Um, however, how could I pass up this opportunity for a job where I could be on air and gain the experience that I needed to eventually move forward and to grow? Um, so I started that job and you know, as uh, a kid who grew up in Pittsburgh, I grew up in the city, at the heart of the city. I took a Port Authority bus to high school. Um, my friends and I would walk up and down streets filled with cars and buses and horns. And, you know, I loved it. I loved being in the city. Um, I love being with people. And I've always loved the people that I work with. So when I started in this industry, a very, very competitive industry um, that I had no idea would be so competitive, I found myself working with people who I just didn't feel like supported me. Um, I had also found myself working the very early morning shift, um, the hours were midnight to 10 a.m., sometimes 1 p.m., and I was just exhausted. I was run down. I was barely making any money. I started off at $22,000 a year, and who can live on that? Thank goodness I had a roommate. I was able to um, babysit during the day, and you know I was really just getting by, but I wasn't paying off my student loans. Um, I wasn't able to have that extra money to travel. I really didn't even have the extra time to travel. I started off my first year of that job without a day of vacation, not one single day of vacation. I worked every single day, and when we worked a holiday, like Thanksgiving or Christmas, because the news doesn't stop on those days, I would get a comp day, which was awesome, and I couldn't wait to take that off, and it would typically be a Friday or a Monday so that I could have a long weekend in Pittsburgh. And I came back to Pittsburgh every weekend. When it came time to leave my boyfriend and leave my friends and my family in Pittsburgh in the city that I loved, I would feel so sick. Uh, I, would, I would just be sick to my stomach driving back in and I would never ever be caught up on sleep. And I think that was a huge part of it. I was never allowed to rest. And news is just a job um, where you can't really avoid the negativity. It was just so sad. I would, um, I would have to respond to devastating fires and deadly car accidents. Um, ATV accidents and meth lab explosions were a, a big part of what I was covering. And occasionally there would be a shooting or a stabbing. Um, it was just not the most fun news. And sometimes I would get to go out during the day and do a fun piece on health or um, an event that was happening at a school and I really did enjoy that and I loved getting out into the community and talking with people and I had the coolest experience ever. I learned so so much in that job. Um, I was able to produce my own 
newscasts and I would go out and I, ha I was my own cameraman. I would set up a tripod and I would plug in the microphone and I would stand in front of the camera and I would talk and I would go back and I would edit that story and I would upload it into um, the show and it would air on TV as I uh, pressed the foot pedal on air to scroll through the teleprompter myself um, and we just, we really did it all. It was, it was an awesome experience. But my two-year contract was coming to an end and I just couldn't see myself in this field any longer. Um, I'd stuck it out for a while thinking that I would apply for a job in another city. Um, I knew that, you know, coming back to Pittsburgh was so uh, important to me, but I'd heard that it would take a while to get back to a city of that size. I would need to hop to another market that was a little bit um, bigger than where I'd started off and I would need to continue to build my resume reel and my portfolio. Um, I just wasn't ready to do that. And one day it just came over me. Um, my boss walked in that morning and I walked into his office and I closed the door and I put in my two weeks notice and a weight had just been lifted off of my shoulders. I felt so good in that moment. I really wasn't sure what I would do next, um, but I, I left and that is when the new opportunities started to present themselves in my life. Um, I moved back to Pittsburgh and I was waitressing and I was uh, nannying and I was spending time with my friends and family and I was making time for those things that I loved like photography and producing films of just the fun get-togethers that we had and, and really what helped me to decide to leave that job and to have the courage to try something different was meditation. Um, I would listen to Deepak Chopra and Tony Robbins and just really any personal empowerment um, courses that I could find. And a lot of the time, meditation is recommended. And when I really stopped and thought about what I wanted, at the heart of that, I really at the time just wanted to come back to Pittsburgh. So I started to quiet my mind. I started to visualize myself being in Pittsburgh and I started to truly just believe that I had a job waiting for me there. Um, and at the time I thought that it was something that I would you know, apply for and I would be hired and maybe something public relations or radio or maybe a, a Pittsburgh sports team. Um, I didn't know what that was at the time, but I knew I wanted to be back in Pittsburgh. And once I believed that there was an opportunity for me there and I had the courage to make a change, that's when the things in my life just really, really started to come together. So if you can find the time to meditate, do it. If meditation isn't your thing, just start by spending some time in silence, spending time being quiet. It helped me and I hope that it can help you too. Number eight, make a mess, clean up later. There's so much value in taking action when inspiration strikes. When you're feeling called to do something, don't hesitate. There is no better time than the present. Choose to act on those gut instincts. Let go of the fear of failure, the fear of making mistakes, and embrace the uncertainty of a new opportunity. There's always going to be a chance to go back and reevaluate. 
every success story has to start somewhere and it's not always going to look pretty. Just go for it. So when I came up for this idea, for this show, um, it just, it was something that I couldn't shake. I, I couldn't wait to do it. And I knew that if I did wait, that inspiration would, would pass and I would get busy again and I would put it off and say, oh, we'll get to it later when I have more time. And likely it wouldn't have happened. Um, I have absolutely fallen guilty to that in the past. I've put so many of my creative endeavors to the side thinking, oh, I'll wait until the right opportunity, the right time comes along. Well, let me tell you that if you wait, it, it's likely that it's not going to happen. And at least uh, that's been my experience. So if you're feeling called to do something, just do it. You don't have to figure it all out ahead of time. You just have to get started. And then later on, you can go back and you can polish those ideas and you can make changes. It's allowed, you're allowed to do that. Give yourself the freedom to get started on something without feeling like you have it all figured out. Just go for it and things will fall into place as you go. And last but not least, lead with a heart of service. When we have good intentions, when we use our God-given gifts, the things that come naturally and easily to us, when we use those things to help others, we're sure to make a difference in the world and will attract more affluence and good into our own lives in doing so. One last thing that I want to touch on before we wrap up, um, something that's just helped me so much in living more intentionally or um, just adding simple daily affirmations into my life. Um, start writing down the things that you want and write them in the present tense. When we believe that things have already happened, when we believe that we've already accomplished what it is that we're shooting for, it is so much likely that we'll be able to manifest these things into our lives. All right, so this might sound silly, but if you're alone or um, even if you're at work, let other people hear you or even just say this in your head, but repeat after me. These are some of the daily affirmations that I use that have just helped me so much in feeling more present and at ease and I, I believe are really attracting better things and good things into my life. My heart is open. Love pours in and out. I follow my heart and trust that the universe is always guiding me. Something wonderful is about to happen. Today I will learn and grow. I am full of energy. I have the freedom to do anything I choose. I am limitless. All is well in my world. So daily affirmations need to be stated in the present tense. We must believe that it's already happened. We have to believe that we've already accomplished what it is that we're shooting for. So rather than saying something like, someday I hope to have a studio that I can use for photo shoots and run out to other photographers who might need it, you'd say, I own a successful and highly profitable creative work, meeting, and event space that provides me and my family with fulfillment, financial security, 
freedom to enjoy life to the fullest, and the ability to give back to the community. So if you listen to this episode all the way through and I haven't lost you yet, if any of this has resonated with you, I encourage you to begin incorporating these practices into your life. Start by taking time to sit and reflect on what it is that truly makes you happy and write down a few ways that you can begin making more time for those things. I also encourage you to write down some of the things in your life that might be holding you back from leading the most beautiful and fulfilling life that you can imagine. Once you can take a look at that list, you'll start to see ways that you can remove some of that negative clutter from your day-to-day life and start making room for the good stuff. Start making time for the things that make you happiest, that leave you feeling energized and fulfilled. Fill your cup every single day. So Alex just walked through the door, got home from axe throwing boys night, and I hate talking in front of him and knowing that he can hear what I'm saying on this. Um, So I'll let him listen to it later, but I'm going to wrap up next time. I plan to have a guest on the show and I can't wait to talk with them. Um, I'm so excited for that. I'm so excited to have this place to hang out with you guys every week. And I just look forward um, to maybe meeting some new people and collaborating. So please, please, please feel free to reach out if any of this sticks with you. Um, If you have questions, please use me as a resource. I want to be here for you guys. Um, I, like I said, I really don't feel like I'm an expert at anything, but you know, I've definitely um, got some advice to give and I'm happy to do it. And I'm just so thankful for the people who have done that for me in my life. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. So thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you for following along and I can't wait to talk more. So I'll talk to you guys soon and don't forget to do what makes you light up. Love you guys. Bye.